I do think about the inner lives of words and the inner lives of people and society and the things that are unspoken. That was artist Jane Birdsall Lander. I'm Jeremy Goodman, and this is Cut and Paste, St. Louis Public Radio's arts and culture podcast. Jane Birdsall Lander has been showing her work in and around St. Louis since the early 90s. She's worked largely with three-dimensional sculptural forms, but if you want to peek into her aesthetic, you should know that she's also done a graduate writing program at Washington University. Her latest gallery show is opening at the High Low and Grand Center. It's called Dictionary Poem Project, and it shows off her propensity for integrating text and visual art. The show includes framed prints that combine found images with apparent dictionary definitions that become increasingly more abstract as they go, like poems reflecting back on the meaning of the word. I asked Jane Birdsall Lander how she got started integrating written language into her visual art. I really think it just started when I was a small child. I spent my early, early years in a small town in Michigan, and there wasn't too much to do, and my parents were really strict, but they gave me all kinds of freedom with art materials or and reading, and I just always liked to read. I was a kid who read the dictionary, read the encyclopedia. How old were you when you were reading the dictionary? Anine? Well, frankly, I... I kind of would take it in the bathroom or just take it with me wherever. I just found it very interesting. As a young child? Yeah. I don't know. I just liked words, and I talked an awful lot as well. Yes. I've been told. (laughs) The words are coming in one ear and then going out through the mouth. (laughs) Right. And you've said that I actually have a quote. Thematically, all my work grapples with the relationship between language and object or language Mm -hmm. and image. Yes. So this is something that's been rattling around in your head for quite a while. I guess like. so. Yeah, it's pretty deep in me. Let's talk about how that manifests in your work. My f- Sort of the evolution of my work, it started, my first show that I had was um, a so- sort of tribal fetish figures that I had made from detritus, roadkill, and then I wrote poems that went along with that, with those. One of, one of your previous series was called Bound Alphabet. Yes. Bound Alphabet was more sculpturally oriented than the Dictionary Prose yes. Poem Project, right? What was Bound Alphabet? The Bound Alpha, Alphabet was based on the ancient beginnings of our modern alphabet. And I became really fascinated with the, um, the, the way that our alphabet developed from uh, pictographs to ideographs and finally to our alphabet today. The alphabet contains pictographs were uh, literal, literal drawings and then they, be- they became ideographs which are more symbolic. Pictographs being um, drawings? Or of on, of on, animals on or... Cliff faces and caves. And yeah, they that could sort be thing, right? mm-hmm, scratched onto wood and stone. For example, the first letter of the alphabet is A. And uh, originally, the first letter A, or what, the first image, it, it represented an ox. So it was a drawing of an ox with 
horns. Mm. Then it became um, more abstracted, so it sort of looked like a sideways uh, triangle with horns. And then it became eventually the letter A, which is our letter A, and you can still see in the letter A, it's standing on the horns, but you can see the point in the cross, and it became our letter A. So within that one letter A, there's this whole story of how that evolved. And so I tried to incorporate that into, into these forms that were, were made out of uh, repurposed scythe handles, and I used wax, industrial wax linen that I painted and dyed. Uh, and also sometimes I would use more than one scythe. So they came out looking s sort of like their, their own, they made their own iconography or their own alphabet mm. in a sense. I guess, I think it was Victor Hugo who said, society, the world, all of man, society, world, all of mankind is in the alphabet. And because as I said, each letter has a story that um, talks about the history of of culture mm -hmm. and of people. And well, in in one of the gospels, Jesus is quoted as "I'm I'm the Alpha and the Omega, uh, from A to Z, so to speak." But the, but I, that always to me meant the idea that language is the alphabet is a way that, the tool that we use to look at and understand the world. Mm -hmm. right? I understand the world in the way that I think about it and have words to put to these feelings and these thoughts. That's Does right. that resonate at all with how yes, you think Yes, I do. And um, I think people forget that the alphabet is visual, has a strong visual component mm -hmm. and symbolic and metaphorical content, uh, meaning that now the letters are very abstracted, and so all that is gone. So also, I feel like it's a connection, thinking about the origins of letters. Um, it's sort of like a timeline. It's a compression and expansion of time in some way. Language? Yeah. The letters, the way they developed, and then we're, we're using them still today. But there's all this history and... The, the, story. His, the, his, the story behind a letter which then becomes a building block to you as the artist or just you mm. as the human being. Right. I do think about the inner lives of words and the inner lives of civilization mm, and the, the inner, inner lives, lives of, of words. I love that. us, of people mm -hmm. and society and the things that are unspoken. And um, I think that that can be reflected in my work. The language of the unspoken. Mm-hmm. That was artist Jane Birdsall Lander. I'm Jeremy Goodman, and we'll be right back after this one little message. Welcome back to Cut and Paste. I'm Jeremy Goodwin, and I went to the Hilo Gallery with Jane Birdsall Lander to check out her dictionary poem project. She had just installed the pieces the day before and gave me a little tour. We're in a white box gallery and there are 14 dictionary poem prints here uh, and together they're called the Dictionary Poem Project. 
And there's one sculptural piece here by itself? Oh, yes, there is one sculptural piece called Writer's Block, and it was the impetus for my diving into writing the dictionary poems. Let's talk about that one then. Okay. Uh, this, is, this is a handmade wooden cube, and in the cube are inserted rows and rows and rows of uh, yellow pencils, traditional school yellow pencils with erasers on them, and they're inserted so they appear to uh, have the eraser end coming in one side and the point, the writing point coming out the other side. And there are rows and rows of them. Oh, and you're touching the eraser, so it's not too, it's not too delicate. No, uh, that's why delicate. I said don't put, uh, a vit, put a case, a vitrine over it because people could touch it. It's okay. Yeah, I want it to be accessible. These, as you enter the gallery, on your left are six prints that were the that are the original uh, edition one of the dictionary poem project, and if you see, they're they're brightly colored and um, appear upbeat. Could we look at this one, world peace? Oh, sure. Um, and this one, the whole background is is. It's filled with an image, right? Mm -hmm. um, a bright green leaf with, uh, looks like arteries kind of going through it in a, a um, pale, almost fleshy color. Uh, something living, breathing. Uh, could be a map, could be, could be arteries of a tree or a human being. World peace basic sense to fix the age of man one freedom from war on earth two freedom from war with earth three freedom from public disturbance or disorder four the end of all terrorist acts both domestic and public five an undisturbed state of being for the earth's inhabitants six as clear sky pooled within each of us. Seven, each of us fastening one heart to every living thing. And I'm just looking around some of the other words mm -hmm. that are the base. I see birthday. What else do we have? Ride, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes I try to use words that are commonly used in, say, Hallmark cards, and then see what happens when I get going on them. Like New Year is one of those, birthday, thank you. So language has been flowing in and out of your work sort of as in the in the background sometimes sometimes coming to the foreground the words really come to the forefront with right. the dictionary poem project yes they do i'm really happy with it and and because it isn't just all happiness and light and but it's it it talks in a way that i think people can really relate to mhm mm and i know there's two series 
in the Dictionary Poem Project. Um, this is the first time the piece will all be together in one room. Right. Outside, outside yes. of your studio, you know, where people are allowed to mm-hmm. walk in at least, right? Mm-hmm. What, does, what do you think happens to the, the, the power or the impact or the meaning of each individual piece when they're taken in, in that whole set? Do the pieces talk to each other? I think they do talk to each other. The story can kind of go from um, the anxiety of our human of of our present day situation to lived connections to thankfulness for the constancy of like the solar system. Um, I think those are themes that kind of weave through in and out, and I think that those are things that everyone feels in their life. You know, the uncertainty of human connection and yet the need for it, the, the, the kind of anxiety that we feel today in society, and yet the sun keeps shining and we keep mm-hmm. going out on the planet every day and doing our job or, you know, living our lives. When it comes to language, Jane, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I, I love looking through dictionaries, <laughs> particularly etymological dictionaries. Mm. Um, but... I think a lot of people out there hear dictionary and they think of it as something that's dry and, and boring. Right. Do you think that this show confounds that kind of an expectation if someone walks in thinking? I do. Yeah. I do. I think maybe it'll startle people into realizing uh, just how much is in language. But I don't mean it to be didactic in any sense because mm-hmm. it can be, it's fun in a way to read these and be taken on a little journey. The journey, I'm so interested in the journey and the relationship between the concrete and the abstract in this work because the dictionary is all about fixed meaning, right? It's supposed to be the end of the conversation. Right. And these pieces reach the beginning of a conversation. And the, the viewer walks into that room, maybe they're not sure what they're walking into, and it looks like a dictionary definition like the, the like they're used to seeing you see the phonetic spelling mm-hmm. maybe the root of it the latin root of it the french root of it but then it takes you somewhere unexpected yes do you enjoy sort of playing with expectations in a, in a sense i do and uh i like taking things and putting them together and having a whole new meaning come out of them maybe with when i did it when i worked with more with objects but also uh, with the words. It brings the word from, from that literal sense you were talking about out into like lived experience. That's artist Jane Birdsall Lander. I'm Jeremy Goodwin, and this has been Cut and Paste, St. Louis Public Radio's arts and culture podcast. Produced with help from our executive editor, Shulin Newman. Our intro and outro music is by Eric Hall. You can find Cut and Paste at stlpublicradio.org or wherever you get your podcasts.